I'm Cahill Summers. And I'm Deirdre Lynn. Your Chagas Sustainability Advisors. And you're welcome to the Chagas Environment Edge podcast number 39, bringing you the latest information, science and opinion to improve farm sustainability. Are you aware of the major changes in Ireland's Nitrates Action Programme coming into effect on the 1st of January 2023 in regards to soil sampling and the introduction of a fertiliser register for farmers? Friend of the show and Chagas Crop and Nutrient Management Specialist, Mark Plunkett joins us to discuss just that and how to assess fertiliser quality. Mark, you're very welcome to the show. Thanks, Deirdre. Mark, farmers all over the country are being urged by advisors to focus on nutrient management planning, optimisation of soil fertility. Can you shed some light on where we're at in terms of current nutrient status nationally? Yes, Deirdre. Um, a recent review of uh, soil samples taken in Chagas would show, I suppose, firstly, that soil sample numbers have increased by 13% overall, and with one of the largest increases coming on, on tillage farms compared to 2020. Uh, one thing that we note um, in terms of the soil fertility data is that there is an, an emerging trend where soil fertility has decreased um, somewhere between 3 and 6%. And what I mean there is that the number of soils with the optimum soil pH P and K has decreased on, on grassland farms over the last two years. And we note an emerging trend on, on tillage farms, which is quite a surprise because over the last 10 years, soil fertility has increased year on year, somewhere around one or one and a quarter percent um, in terms of soils with optimum PK and lime. Just one mark, we know that fertilizers are very expensive at the moment and, and we know that soil samples are quite cheap, like not or probably roughly 25 euro samples, something like that, I think, are they? Um, but yet the farmers are making decisions based on, on putting fertilizer out with, without maybe even taking a soil sample. Do you think why are farmers still playing Russian roulette with, with their soil fertility? It, it, it's a very good good question, um, Carl, and, and it's hard to exactly put your finger on it. Um, but even from the current database, like something that's really emerging or one of the reasons why fertility has dripped, has slipped in, in the last um, year um, on Irish farms is very much revolving around uh, soil pH. And we see it at 10 to 13% across the tree farm enterprises in terms of optimizing soil pH. So, you know, it, it very much starts with, with getting the basics right. And again, lime, you know, it's, it's probably, you know, one of the most important nutrients in terms of, of, of nutrient deficiency. And, you know, the, the database would indicate that there is still a lot of lime needed out there on Irish farms. In 2021, we hit record levels. We hit somewhere in the region of about 1.33 million tons of lime. Uh, which is is, uh, is a a big increase on on um, 2020, um, but as regards to to why farmers um, I suppose possibly don't use soil test results, it it may be down to Cahill that I suppose building soil fertility I suppose it's it's a long term plan or it takes time and it, it it often I suppose maybe takes time to to see the benefit in you know where you do improve soil fertility. It's funny. Um... You're talking to a good few farmers about lime in there in the last couple of years. I know you've been putting a big push and Chagas has as well on, on lime and so is the same post program. But still, I see a lot of farmers blanket spreading lime, not in line with soil test. And you'd have to wonder, are, are we getting it right or should we be getting that message even louder again? 
Yeah, I suppose lime is one nutrient that I, I generally wouldn't take a, a blanket application approach to it. I think it's very much, you know, farm specific, field specific. And the soil test result is worth its weight in gold because it'll give you specific advice for, for the fields on, on, on your farm. And lime is something that you fix, you know, once every four or five years and, and it's done. And I say ground limestone is the cheapest and, and most cost effective way um, to improving soil pH, but but most definitely in terms of sustainability, improving nitrogen efficiency, improving water quality, getting the pH right, um, you know, it, it's a low cost technology. It doesn't cost a lot of money to do. And again, it's I suppose it's it's the basis to getting all the other nutrients right in terms of, of efficiency and, and reducing uh, losses. We're probably at the time of the year now for lime, are we? And potassium, is, is that the best time now we're looking at? Yeah, now is the the ideal time for, for liming. Um, you know, um, over the coming weeks and months, again, you know, getting lime out. You know, we're coming to the end of the growing season. You know, you know, growth is 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 declining with with day length as the days are getting shorter. But now is a great time to get lime out, call absolutely on farm because you know you get the winter rains to, to wash it in to get it to work, and again you're priming your soils uh, for the springtime. So every opportunity over the coming weeks and months should be taken to get lime out, you know, and again, it's back to your fertilizer plan, looking at soil test results and putting the plan in place there as regards, you know, it could mean ordering a lorry load or a number of lorry loads of lime um, at this point in time. I hear from the industry, the lime industry at present, that there's a big go on lime um, that there's a lot of lime going out, which which is which is um, which is super. You also refer to potassium as well. And again, yes, Cahal, it's a great time of the year to apply potash um, and again it can be applied in you know if there's cattle slurry or farmyard manure still on farm there again it you know it would be good to look at the fields or maybe where silage has been cut or maybe bales taken off and uh, the peas and k's haven't been replenished but now is a great time to apply that that slurry empty the tanks and also from an efficiency point of view now is the best time um, there's recent work done from Johnstown Castle here that would show that you get better um, chemical fertilizer and use efficiency in the springtime from an autumn application of potassium. I suppose phosphorus and pH are also strongly linked. I suppose in our role, it's in the best interest, you know, for productivity and water quality point of view and guidance is needed to ensure the phosphorus availability is evaluated correctly. So we do need the analysis quite urgently on farms don't we absolutely dear john especially the way fertilizer prices have gone like uh, phosphorus is probably the most expensive nutrient in in an npk blend or an, an npk fertilizer um and i suppose there's a few things there like you know if you have applied lime in the last number of years you know um by correcting the pH, it will increase the availability of soil phosphorus so there could be an opportunity there um, to maybe reduce or omit fertilizer in the coming season when fertilizer is so 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 expensive. Um, um, but but lime is key to the availability of of soil pea. Um, you know during the the growing season. Um, do you think um, Ireland will benefit from a focused soil health scheme as is in place in Northern Ireland? They currently have the soil nutrient health scheme. So it's basically farmers are paid to sample. It's about building farm resilience, optimizing crop nutrient applications, and they also will have access to on-farm carbon stocks. So this program is being done there 
um, on a zonal basis by AFBI um, and it's all about nutrient management planning. How do you feel that would work here, um, Mark? Yeah, look, I, I I think it would. I think it'd be very uh, welcomed and, and and very very beneficial. I suppose we possibly have element, elements of such a scheme here in Ireland as we have the the, the department soil sampling scheme that was in place last year and looks that's going to be in place for the the current year. Yes, I, I think absolutely, Deirdre. Anything that we can do to improve soil fertility in terms of getting the basics right, and uh, there's big benefits there, especially on nitrogen efficiency. Like you know, like even from liming alone. We can go from, you know, work done in Janstown here would show where you have suboptimal soil fertility of about 35% nitrogen efficiency. And by just getting the pH right alone, you can go to, you know, something 50, 51% nitrogen efficiency. And then by improving the P's and K's, you can go up to 65% nitrogen efficiency uh, in terms of grassland. So look, I, I think anything that would support um, more of a focus around soil health in terms of improving profitability and environmental sustainability through improving soil fertility would be very, very welcomed. I think the, the big message for us, Deirdre, what we're putting out is to get away from that side of, you know, doing soil samples just to tick a box for a scheme is to actually get them out, exactly what you're saying, Mark, get them out and use them. It, they're going to benefit the farm and they're going to reduce uh, nutrient losses, which, which is it's a win-win for everybody. That's yeah, true. well, well I, I think in the current year, Carl, with, with fertilizer being so expensive, like we, we possibly should be sampling more frequently or, or more often. Um, you know, I say if we spread lime, if we use organic manures, maybe if we didn't spread peas and Ks in 2022, again, it's well worth going back now and sampling that ground again and to see where you are. Like, is your ground still at index four for potassium or has it slipped? Or maybe have you chopped straw or maybe you only put on a maintenance rate of potassium in in the current year so i think you know now is the time it's it's you know we've plenty of time we've good capacity for testing soils in chagas and now is a great time to contact your advisor and get a, a fresh set of samples taken so you'll have you know really you know concrete reliable information to be making you know big decisions now when it comes to the fertilizers especially with them being so expensive and projected to be so expensive in the in the coming year some fields, I suppose, don't need a lot of investment, where other fields will need a lot of investment with peas and lime. So I think it's very important for farmers out there you know, to get that message. And the soil samples are, are very, very cheap, if you look at it in the bigger picture. Absolutely, Deirdre. Like, um, you know, if you take the more intensively, the more intensively, say, managed parts of the farm, maybe the silage ground, maybe the, the intensely grazed, parts of the farm you know those are the parts of the farm where you may see changes um you know more rapidly in terms of you know p and k levels changing we know fertilizer prices through the roof at the moment um and it's not going anywhere i you i heard you mention a few things related that farmers should be looking out for as regards how to assess your your fertilizer quality and maybe setting up the spinner a bit better to, to get the best value out of that could you run through that quickly first yeah again i, I suppose look using the fertilizer and, and making making sure that it's delivered accurately again it's down to the fertilizer spreader and again you know making sure that the fertilizer is set up correctly correctly you know that that it's level that it's set at the right height and also fertilizer quality so again you know setting the fertilizer up to deliver the product you know as evenly and as accurately and at the, at the right rate um, you know, it's very, very important. You know, there, there is such uh, characteristics in terms of the, the fertilizer itself, in terms of quality, like the, the granule size, the granule shape, the hardness and the bulk density. So again, you know, 
all those values can be fed into there, there is phone apps for setting up and calibrating fertilizer spreaders in terms of selecting you know the application rate and, and the correct veins so to ensure that the product is, is de delivered correctly so again call absolutely and um, getting the fertilizer spreader set up correctly very very important to ensure that the, the fertilizer is used as efficiently as possible and it sounds a simple thing, doesn't it? Just setting your spinner up. But I often wonder how many people actually do it. Maybe, and there is resources. I think there's even videos online in Chagas that show you how to do it. Um, is there a test kit you can get to look at the fertilizer granules? Um, I, I hear some farmers I'd be chatting to and they'd be fussy enough on the which types of fertilizer brands that actually spread with. Yeah, there, there is a little a little uh, fertilizer test kit that you can you can get called. Uh, you get a, a sieve box that you can look at the, the the size like you know what i mean we generally like to have the fertilizer between two to four mil you know to get a, a good and even spread also things like hardness i suppose mainly to do with the likes of urea um, and can also things like uh, the bulk density you know so your you know can will be heavier than, than, than urea so again you know in terms of setting up the, the fertilizer spreader um and i suppose then you know visually you can look at the size and the shape of of the shape of the of the actual granules themselves. And Mark, can you tell us a little bit about the new nitrates rules coming to effect on the first of January twenty twenty three, especially in regards to soil sampling, and how will this affect or impact farmers? Yes, Deirdre. Um, there's 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 many changes to the to the current nitrate action plan that were published um, recently. Um, Again, there's changes in terms of, of closing dates for both the application of chemical and our organic fertilizers. Also in terms of tillage, there, there's, there's new rules or requirements there in terms of shallow cultivation. But I suppose one of the big changes um, that's timely at the minute is around soil sampling. And again, from the 1st of January 2023 onwards, uh, you will require a soil test to apply phosphorus. And if we don't have a valid soil test that's taken fairly recently in the last four years, we'll have to assume index four. So prior to this, we could assume index three and apply maintenance rates, but that has now changed in the most recent uh, nitrates action program. That that could be a big shock to a good bunch of farmers. You're talking what 1.5 livestock units? Is there something like that? Um, yes, all up to 170. Yeah. If people aren't aware of that shortly. We could miss out on a whole year of phosphorus application. That could be a problem uh, as regards fertility, especially if you're moderately stocked and you need to grow the grass market, I presume. Absolutely. As I say, um, that's probably one of the biggest changes in, in their call at, at this point in time. That, And again, there's, there's ample time at the minute to, you know, to have a look to see you know, how old are your soil samples. And if you need fresh soil samples, that you get them taken um, over the coming weeks and months. I suppose it's also an opportunity for farmers to take on additional analysis. You maybe have trace and minor elements as well. If if they have selenium problems or if they have, say, um, copper or boron problems on farms. That, that is true, Deirdre. Yeah, if you want to get, you know, maybe the trace elements done, depending on whether it's grass and or tillage. Again, now is a good time. You know, if there is issues there, as you say, with um, the likes of, you know, manganese, copper, zinc, uh, boron. And those those micronutrients now is a good time as well to, to get the analysis done. And another change coming in, Mark, is can you tell us about this new fertilizer register? We've heard of it about it for the last year or so, but that's coming in the first of January as well, is it? Yes, that's something that came in under the new rules and regulations as well, called that the Department of Agriculture will have a, a new register for fertilizers in place on the first of January and is very much to track the, the sales of fertilizers here in Ireland. 
that's that, that's so yeah because i suppose up to now people i know from doing plans and stuff that people always wonder how much fertilizer can, can you spread but the big thing from that i suppose to know how much to spread if you have soil samples you have to develop a plan for it mark or else you won't know where you are would you Correct. Yes, absolutely. You'll be working on, you know, on recent or up-to-date soil analysis in preparing a, a farm fertilizer plan to figure out, you know, what's your your max allowance in terms of nitrogen and phosphorus. And again, that'll be a, a, a vital piece of information when it comes to figuring out what fertilizer you need for the coming year or, you know, when it comes to doing your, your fertilizer shopping list call for, for 2023. Will it be linked to a herd number then? I'd imagine so. Yes, it'll be linked to a herd number. Um, Deirdre, absolutely. For transparency, I suppose, yeah. going forward as I well. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. That those nutrient management plans, Mark. If, if farmers are listening now, where where would you go to get one of them done? If if you had your soil sample results, or well, again, you, you contact your local advisor, call to either get a you know it updated um, for you know to update the records for for the current year and prepare a plan, a new plan for twenty twenty three. So for farmers that haven't done any soil testing up to now, can you talk us through how it's done? And um, I know now that you can get the analysis done through your advisor, your either your Jagask advisor or through um, your private advisor. Yes, Deirdre. Um, again, it's, it's best to contact your local advisor, whether it's Jagas or a, a, a local private a, a advisor, and, you know, see which parts of the farm need up-to-date uh, soil analysis. So again, your advisor can draw up a, a farm soil sampling map and they can organize a, a soil sampler to come out and take the soil samples. So the soil sampler will gather the information out in farm, take the soil samples correctly, package them, label them up, put in such information like field name, you know, field details, cropping history, soil type, etc. And they will be processed and sent off to the, the the laboratory for analysis and we generally work on a 10-day turnaround uh, Deirdre, in terms of getting the results back into the hands of the farmer. There's a lot of information required on those isn't it? It's very detailed the report that goes into um, to be analysed. Yes well I suppose look they're, they're, in terms of cropping and you know soil type you know in terms of getting back you know good advice in terms of, of your lime you know is it a grass crop or a cereal crop or is it a beet crop and then you can get guidance then in terms of NP and K. Yeah, that's super. Mark, look, you're after really filling us in with it. lots of stuff that's coming up there in the next, it's actually the 1st of January is dangerously close now. So lots of things for people to think about. And I suppose the, the main point for you is getting in touch with your local advisor and you to, to form a plan and get yourself in gear for 2023. So Mark, thanks a million for time. Really appreciate it. Really enjoyed it. Our chat. That's no matter. Thank, thanks, Cahal. Thanks, Deirdre. Thanks, Mark. That's it for this episode of the Chagas Environment Edge podcast. Thanks to Mark Plunkett, Chagas Crop and Nutrient Management Specialist for joining us on the show. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. You can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify. And for more information, go to the Chagas website at chagas.ie. I'm Cahal Summers. And I'm Georgia Glenn. Join us next time for the Chagas Environment Edge podcast, signpost to farm sustainability.